You know, this is always a uh, unique day. Uh, you know, you have to tell 40, roughly 40 players that they're no longer on the team. You know, and uh, so, you know, I think about doing the cuts, you know, I, I, we really feel good about the team we put together. But, you know, you have guys like Mark Herzlick, uh, who's helped this organization, you know, win a Super Bowl, played seven years in the league, the things he's gone through personally. You know, when you, when you talk to a guy like that, you talk to uh, John Jerry, the veteran players, and you let them know that they're not going to be on the initial 53. Those are the tough conversations. And then I'm sure you're going to have a lot of questions about Davis Webb, you know, talking with Davis, young player that competed hard, that, you know, you have the same conversation with. That's where the human element of this comes in. Um, but, you know, we make those decisions and then we move forward. So that being said, we're all in on Jacksonville, and I'll try to answer your questions. At what point did you realize that Davis Webb was going to get cut? He was taking second team reps all through camp. Was there a moment where you figured that this was the move to make? There's no, there's no reason for me to talk about when. Um, you know, he was taking the second team reps. I think I, I mentioned long ago that there was no depth chart behind Eli. So, you know, I, I just we were trying to figure out, you know, who the, the guys playing quarterback were going to be behind Eli. And he was, you know, he got a lot of reps. And I think it was probably, you know, that's where people start to assume because he's taking the second string reps that he's a second string quarterback. And, you know, it didn't play out that way. Was he outplayed by Alex Tanny and Kyle Oletta? We feel like there are better choices for us right now, yes. Who is your sixth team quarterback now? Well, well, we'll see, and I'll let you guys know as we go here. But you know, I do like I do like having a veteran presence uh, in that group. Pat, you said after the Lions game when Davis played pretty well that that was the Davis Webb you were used to seeing. Did something change that? No, I play? thought he I thought he played better than he did in in the week previous. And you know, keep in mind, um, Detroit practices, our practices here. You know, we, we had a lot of opportunity to watch all the players compete. And, you know, it'd be just like me talking in detail about why we didn't keep the other 39 guys or whatnot. So um, it is the way it is. There are so many things about him that are good. He's an outstanding worker. Um, he cares about the game a great deal. And um, I'm hopeful he's going to get another opportunity. You mentioned him getting all those reps. Do you feel like uh, Alex or Kyle, though, would have benefited? We'll see. No, I think that the, the, we wanted to make, we wanted to find out who our backup quarterbacks were, and we went through the process, and we felt like they all got an opportunity to show us what they could do. What have you seen out of Kyle that you like? Obviously, you saw something before the draft that you liked in order to take him. You've had him now for the spring and summer. What do you like about Kyle? I like the fact that, you know, he he'll he'll decide what he's looking at, see it, and pull the trigger. You know, he's very decisive in what he does. Uh, he's, a, he's a gamer of sorts, and so well, we're looking forward to working with that. Pat, do you, think, do you think it's important for the franchise to have a plan post-Eli Manning at this point in his career? Well, at this point, we do right now. You know, I think you know, it's just not what everybody outside our building had predicted the plan was, and I think that's where all the questions are stemming from. But you know, we made a decision that we're going to go with Alex, and we're going to go with uh, Kyle. As, as Eli's backups, and, and so we move forward. Whether it's Davis or Darian Thompson, how much does it hurt? And understanding you guys weren't here for the, those drafts, how much can it set back or hurt a franchise when you're getting nothing out of a recent draft pick? I don't, I don't know that. You know, really, at some point, regardless of where you're drafted, once you settle in as a player on the team, that kind of goes away. 
and, and you know we're all out here trying to earn a spot every day, players and coaches. And so, you know, at some point, whether you're drafted in the third round or the fifth round, that sort of goes away at some point, and you play it out. So you like you... having a veteran presence in the QB room, but like Alex played. So how does how does that translate? Just that he's been around. What do you mean? He's only played in what one game in his career. Yeah, but I think here's the thing with a with a veteran backup quarterback. They can go in and function with very few reps. And I think that's that's an attribute that I look for in a guy that could potentially be a backup to a guy like Eli. Because they don't get that many reps during during the training sessions. How comfortable are you that Kyle's ready to play in an NFL game? If very comfortable. Very comfortable. What made Alex the right guy? When, even back in May when you signed him, there were other guys who are free agent veteran quarterbacks who more game. Well, he's the one we signed, and he's the one that we worked with, and he's the one we liked. That's what it is. <laughs> How did you? This is fun, actually. <laughs> How did you come to grips with cutting a third-round pick quarterback who hasn't played in a regular season game yet? So you really haven't been able to see him play regular season NFL football. Let's forget for a minute he was a third-round pick. He was on our team as a Giant, and we watched him go through what we do in training camp and what we do in practice, and we made a decision to, to move on and go with the other guys. Let's forget for a minute that he was a third round pick. Pat, we didn't see I mean, and I mean that, I, I, I really do mean that. At some point, that all goes away. We didn't see him be uh, Yeah, he was in the training room getting treatment. Is he making enough progress where you think you might have him on the practice? We're hopeful, we're hopeful, but we'll just have to see. But the fact that he was inside today tells you that, you know, he's, he's wasn't out here. Evan was out here working, as you saw. So he's still in the protocol, but we're hopeful. Go ahead. I know you you got something that's just dying to come out. <laughs> I was more asking about the element of the difficulty of cutting a young quarterback like that who hasn't played in a regular. Season. It's difficult to cut any player. Okay, it really is, and it's harder when you're talking about older players, veteran players. And certainly younger players that, you know, were kind of gave it their all. It's it's difficult, but you move on, and we have we have to do it. Six guys is a a big overhaul for yeah. guys that are coming from the outside. How big a challenge is that for you guys to get all six guys ready? I mean, you have a game what, six days now. Yeah, no, that's that's part of the challenge, and hopefully we won't have to do this every year, <clears throat> but. If you look at the guys that we picked up, three in the secondary, we had an offensive lineman. We added some different guys to the practice squad. Um, you know, guys, you know, we're going to continually try to improve all the position groups. And if there's a player out there that we've sort of evaluated and feel good about taking a look at, we'll do that. And, you know, I think that's just part of this process. Take two more questions. What, uh, what role do you see Edwards playing up front? Is he more of an interior guy? Yeah, he's more of an interior guy, kind of a five technique. You know, you know, as you know, we put Josh Morrow down for a, a month, so in that kind of interior spot. Pat, have you decided who your return specialists are going to be? We're still figuring that out, but we, we brought in a, a player, uh, Clay, that you know, a receiver that uh, Clay that we think can can do it. So we'll just figure it out from there. And we all know that we have a really good one, you know, just hanging around. Number 13. So, you know, we, we feel really good about the fact that if he has to go in there and do it, but we're certainly looking for a guy that 
can also do. Do the new kickoff rules kind of nudge you in that direction a little bit? If it's close late in the game, then maybe you feel a little bit better about putting Odell back there? I don't know. I don't know if the new rules have anything to do with that. I still think it's a comfortable thing for a coach to just bang it out of the end zone, put the ball down, and let's play. You, you know, take the risk of a return out of it. Now, there's times where strategically where it's going to make sense to pop it up, and we'll be prepared to do both. You mentioned 13. Is 26 an option? Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, he's. I think he uh, returned one to open the game against Ohio State. Ohio State a year ago, yeah, forgetting exactly. So, yeah, he's capable.